Hey everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. So great to connect with you guys, see how you're doing, see if everything is going dandy. I love to hear what you're thinking. Today, I'm answering your questions from YouTube, and Sunshine is here right with me. He's right beside me on the couch. We are we are couch reporting today. I guess we're co-host, cub, pup, and human reporters today, Sunshine. Um, okay. So first one is Isabel Bustos. Um, she is referring to the Organize With Me Craft Room Organization Friday. Uh, the word stamp drawers. Oh, that is so funny that you're, you're looking at that one because I just did some, a word stamp video and um, a new one. And, you know, let's just say the drawer doesn't look like it probably did at the end of the video you watched, dear Isabel. But she said, Pam, I've watched every organizing video you have and I love them. They inspire me to do the same. Do you have any more recent ones? Huh. You know what? It's time. The drawers are a mess again. It's been a while. And uh, I know, I know if I don't do it at least once a year, it's mayhem. And we are at the point of what I would call utter mayhem. Yes, we are. It's like the upper, the upper level, the, the upper echelons of mayhem. It's disaster drawers um, everywhere. So, yeah, it needs to happen. Oh, my gosh. When am I going to do this? Just do it. That's what you do, Pam. You just do it. Okay. All right. Put it. It's on the books. Hopefully it'll happen. There we go. Um, Kathy Kuhn asks in one of your videos, she's referring to the fabric pack video. Um, in one of your videos, you said you have a printout defining a junk journal. Is that available? I would love to have a copy. I think she's referring to a note from the bookmaker. It's um, if you sign up for my free monthly emailed newsletter, it's at the bottom of every one of the newsletter issues. It's in two formats. I think it's Word and PDF. And that means those who have magical abilities to change font, text, words, and everything can get in there and massage it and make it your own. Or you're certainly welcome to use it as is. But it's something that I I tuck into the beginning of my junk journals to help explain what a junk journal is and how to use it Um, for folks who might be receiving one. Let me don't forget to put hearts on these questions. Okay, I did. All right. So I hope that helps. That's where you find it. And um, D <clears throat> asks on the Fabric Pack video, Hi Pam, could you please let me know which model Epson printer you use? Um, it's Epson ET- and then there's different numbers. I t- 2803 is one of them. And I have several different models, but they're, the, they're not the super fancy ones. They're usually in the 2000s, th- mostly the 2000 numbers. Um, they do fine. She said, my color printer recently conked out on me. Um, I originally was exposed to the Epson EcoTank printers through my Paper Outpost Facebook group page. Uh, Somebody had asked a question about printers, and a lot of people chimed in on which printers they like and why and why not. And this one, this uh, brand, the EcoTank ones, seem to... uh, come up a lot, a lot. And so I just took a chance and got one. And my gosh, it was so much better than the one I was using. Um, my pr- old printer, I had a laser printer. That was a disaster. It was so expensive for the ink. Made beautiful pictures, but I mean, I, yeah, it wasn't worth it in the long run. It was just too expensive. And um, all the other inkjet printers that I had, it was still very expensive for the ink. And the print quality wasn't that good, but I've, I've been really pleased with the quality and the length of time that the uh, it takes for the ink wells to be used up. And... Um, yeah, I've just been really happy with it. It is an inkjet printer, just so you know. 
And, um, oh, look, I moved something here. Channel comments and questions. Okay. Um, hi, Pam. Um, this is Janie Anderson, and she asks, Hi, Pam, do you have a word stamp that says sunshine? You can draw a little snout, ears, and tail. That would be cute. And don't forget Hollywood and the lovebirds. You're so right. Um, I, sh- I think I do have one that says sunshine. It doesn't have snout, ears, or tail, but... I think I do have um, one that says sunshine. I had one that said like moonlight, sunshine, stuff like that. But I think I even got that before. You were, you were um, part of the family sunshine. So I'm, I'm going to have to go rummage around in my drawer and see if I can find it. I think I do have one. Thanks for the reminder. Uh, Muggles Cake Sniffer <laughs> asks, uh, she's referring to the how to make crunchy, torn junk journals easy, scrap busting fun. Okay. She said, okay, I'm looking at your digital printables and I'm wondering how you can use some of those images without copyright violations. How do you figure out to say a botany book or butterfly page is able to be reproduced as a printable? Um, Does it have to be from a certain era? Did you do all the art yourself? Do you make them all by scanning or do you Photoshop or both? It's a very complicated, long answer. Um, Copywriting and making sure things are copyright free is not an easy task. And... um, you have to be sure that the images that you're using are copyright free. Um, you can, there are services that do this. You can uh, refer to copyright attorneys for more information on this. I am not a copyright expert, but I do my best to do my due diligence to make sure that my images are copyright free. And uh, so they are heavily researched and um, I'm feeling confident that they, they are okay to use. And um, there are some generalizations quote unquote like if you're before 1920 x and it always goes up a year as we advance a year i don't know exactly where it is might be around 19 somewhere between 1924 and 1927 now i I don't know the exact date but anything older than that is probably copyright free but you should check even if you are older than that because there are, are always exceptions and it's never always crystal it's never always that's wonderful it's not crystal clear sometimes Um, If you make the art yourself, yes, you own the copyright to it. That means you actually put the pencil to the paper and you drew something. That is your art, as I understand it. Now, if you copy something, like let's say you're watching somebody draw, paint art, or like draw a picture, and you're copying as they're doing it, you're doing it. This is where it gets into the gray area. Like, is it their artwork or is it your artwork? You're drawing what they drew. But then who owns the copyright? So there's a lot of gray fringe areas. So it's, um, I try and stay away from that stuff. Um, and if you're ever unsure, just don't use that picture. That's what I would say. Um, and um, do you make all of them by scanning or do you use Photoshop or both? Um, I don't scan them. Um, I don't use Photoshop. Um, I'm very rudimentary and basic and I just use Windows Paint 3D. Um, it's a pretty basic setup. Um, uh, and there is, there is some question if you change the picture by a certain percent, then it's not copyrighted. I don't really follow that because that's not how I define This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
find my pictures as copyright free. My pictures are copyright free, like initially, and then I play with them. So I don't use the changing of the picture to decide whether or not something is copyright free. So yeah, I, I, I'm always very leery to tiptoe into this because I don't know all the rules and laws and everything, and they are different depending on the country you're from, location. I think America might be universal all throughout it, but it's always best to be sure when you're using images, and it does take due diligence. There's no way around that. It's legwork, due diligence, research, double-checking, um, and there's a lot of ways you can do that. Just Google how to find out if something is uh, copyright-free or not, and you're going to come up with a lot of databases to do that. So um, that's the best answer I can give you because, again, I'm not an expert in the field. I don't want to be giving out information that might be inaccurate. But that is, that is the best of my ability to give you the clearest answer without guiding you astray. Um, Glenda Crouch asks, hello, Pam. This just popped up and I was so excited. Oh, who am I kidding? I'm excited for every video. Oh, you're so sweet. She said, that's just of uh, uh, yesterday's video, using up scrap paper uh, with rubber stamps and inks. Um, yeah, yesterday's video was fun. It, sometimes it's fun just to do something light and easy and breezy. We need that for brain and mind relaxation. And I was in that zone, in that mode where I just took some scrap cardstock and grab some rubber stamps and ink and just had some fun with it and it really builds a nice little back stock of pretty papers that you can pull from at any time plus you get to feel good that you're using your supplies uh, plus it's it's um, unwind time plus you um, mass make some things that you can use in the future and, and you can punch these punch out of these things to make you know you can punch butterflies or whatever out of this unusual paper or you can use it as page trim or page tabs or belly bands or pockets or tucks or what have you not but really you're unlimited um, or you're only limited by your imagination which means you're unlimited which is kind of cool and um, just have some fun with it I mean you know um, and you can use one stamp in multiple ways which is kind of fun you can use it with different colors you can use different sections of the stamp you, it will look different depending on how hard you press whether you smudge it or not um, you can spritz it with water if you use um, water soluble inks and that will give a runny kind of drip effect i mean there's just so many things that you can do you can get in there with some uh, glitter and and put some glitter on your page and um, like glitter glue or stickles or something like that and and bling it up um, you can sew on it. You can just do so many fun things. Um, let's see. Pam, can you please tell me what you use to hold your mobile phone? I want to send a video of my work to my niece and can't hold the phone and turn the pages at the same time. Okay, you need a desk arm. It's called a desk arm. It clamps onto the side of your desk and it looks like a, like a forearm, an elbow, and an upper arm. And, and your hand is what holds the phone. So just picture that the part that hit is your shoulder that's clamped to your desk and then you have this thing that holds the phone over your workspace which basically means it's pointing down towards your desk and it's not expensive I think they're less than $20 I do have one on my Amazon shop but you can find them all over Amazon and eBay and, and Etsy I'm sure but they're called desk arms and they usually have some type of clamp that holds it to the desk and um, they're lifesavers, and they will hold a phone. They won't hold a camera because the camera's too heavy, but they will hold a smartphone. And if you have a decent camera on your smartphone, you're gonna be just fine. And um, you're gonna love it. It totally changed the game. 
Yeah, totally worth the investment. Um, okay, that's the same question about the printer. Got that. How do you make a soft spine junk journal if you don't know how to sew? Okay, um, glue. That would be fabric glue. Um, and when you don't know how to sew, you default to fabric glue. I think that would be the easiest thing. Or you could also staple, but I think you're going to be happier with your results if you glue it. And I guess she's really asking a soft spine junk journal. Let's say you take maybe two or three pieces of fabric. Maybe one is an upholstery fabric, a little thicker for the cover. And then you glue something onto the inside for um, your interior covers. Um, now, you, the soft spine really means the spine size is undefined. It's not necessarily an inch or half an inch or two inches. It's however, however many signatures you decide to put in there, that's going to um, have the cover wrap around the, the front and back of your signatures, but that means that your front and back cover are going to be narrower. They're going to get smaller width-wise as you put more signatures in. So. You just need a way to punch holes, and um, the Crocodile 2 Big Bite does a nice job in cutting fabric holes um, through uh, fabrics. And you can even put um, a thin magazine on the inside if you want a little bit more structure than just the fabric. Sometimes we're working with thinner fabrics, and it just needs a little help. You know what I mean? You can tell in your hand when it feels the right thickness. It's <clears throat> sometimes too floppy. And I would say, or I've put felt on the inside to build the thickness up. That's another nice way to do it. Um, you can also, you can sandwich chipboard and things like that and have <clears throat> a fabric cover around the chipboard so it would be stiffer, <clears throat> almost like a hard cover, but softness comes from the fabric. And then you don't even put a spine in, you just leave a space there and that is your soft spine. Um, so yeah, just some random thoughts on the soft cover um, uh, journals. Uh, they are, they're really fun to make and they feel great in the hand. If you've never made a fabric covered journal or a soft spine journal, um, consider it. I have a video called How to Make a Soft Spine Junk Journal, step-by-step -step tutorial. Oh, I forgot I had a video on that. Okay, that's, that's fun. Um, they're very easy to make too and they're very fun and you can really use up a lot of the scrap fabric you might have hanging around the house. It happens to us. Um, Darla Love asks, hello, pretty lady. Ah, Christmas. She's referring to the August 2023 DigiKits are here, 25% off all DigiKits. That's right. I forgot to mention that. Right now, all of August 2023, all my DigiKits, the printable, downloadable JPEG images, the computer files are 25% off. And it's week in Crafter World call July, August, Crafter Christmas, because we're starting to make our things for the Christmas season. So if you're interested in getting a bunch of DigiKits, this is an opportune, opportune time to do that because you get 25% off and you, get as, you can get as many as you like. It does not cover the ones that I print and mail to you though, just the ones, the computer file ones. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, she said, let's see, am I crazy or have they really gone up in price for the 3M uh, Scotch Create glue? I love that glue and it's the only one I seem to have luck with. 
Um, well, let's take a look. I don't know. Uh, let's see what, what they're charging of it. Amazon paper outpost. That's pretty much how I find my shop. Okay, there it is. The, Amaz the paper outpost Amazon page. Okay, here we are. Let's go to favorite tools and supplies. And there's the glue. Okay, it says one, one pack is $10.26. That seems kind of high, but I thought, it, oh, wait a minute. One per pack, okay. Something tells me there's four in this. Let me look. Let me be sure about that. Don't speak before you know what you're talking about. All right, I'm looking. The one I used to buy came in a pack of four. Let me, okay, there's it. One per pack. All right, let's see. Do, do, well, that looks like it's one per count. Why, well, I don't know, that's, that, if, if it is that, that has definitely gone up. Yeah, see, no, see, see this one says pack of four. Let me look up pack of four. Okay, purchased seven times since December of 2021. Boy, I bought a lot of that. That's the same one. Okay, let me, there's questions here that are answered. Does anybody, where's the questions? I just clicked on the questions, answered. Mm, product detail. Item put quantity one. Oh, number of items, yeah. It is, it is actually four sticks of glue for the $10 and change. So I, I think it actually went down in price. I think it was $12 or something before. So this one, it says item package quantity one. Okay, but that, see, I think in the one pack, there are four tubes. And it says number of items, four. 1.41 ounces, pack of four. So I think it's just not worded well in the description. Okay, I better, I better answer that one to, so the world knows. I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I, uh, I am pretty sure it has four tubes in the one pack. Okay, I'll tell her to click on the details to be sure. Okay, hopefully that answers that, Darla Love. Yes, I would be shocked too. Ten dollars for a glue stick? Yeah, they can, they can, they can take the short, you know, the short train out of town. <laughs> no way, that's too much. Okay, I'm going back to flour and water if it comes down to that. Um, Kez the fam. Asks, hi Pam, I'm a newbie. I was wondering if you have any links for the ink pads and the stapler. I heard you get a small commission for every item purchased, every little bit helps. Hey, um, yes, just go to Amazon, the paper outpost, and that'll bring you to my Amazon shop, and then click on favorite tools and supplies, and you should be able to find, just scroll down and you'll see the ink pads and the little uh, Tim's Tiny Attacher. It has a funny name, but it is the, the mini stapler. And I, I find that mini stapler is really handy in the world of crafting um, because sometimes you just want a little tiny attachment. And maybe Tim was right to call it that. Tim, I think it's a funny name, but I'm rolling with you. I think it does describe it well. And, um, it's called Tim Holtz's Tiny Attacher. I think that's what it's called. Um, um, yeah, check out Amazon, the paper outpost. Okay, check out by Googling. No, nothing like uh, Googling to find what we need in life, right? 
Isn't that, isn't that everything? Okay. Uh, okay. Then click on favorite tools and supplies. Thanks. Okay. There we go. Um, how about a nurse digi kit? I have one. Um, Terry Rowe asks, that's a great question. I have one called Nurses Save Lives. And uh, if you put that into the search field on my main Etsy page, you, it will pull it right up. So it's called Nurses Save Lives. Or maybe if you're lucky and you put that right into Etsy, it'll come up. I don't know. Um, Beth Ravenge Gallant says, just curious, I'd pay the 275, so I don't mind, but did you know that the ones you demoed are still 275? Not sure if you caught it or not. Oh, I want, yeah, okay, that, that could, that probably didn't include those somehow in the thing. I will do that. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. Sometimes a little slow here. Um, yeah, it happens. Oh, well, I guess I better go fix that. I just got my marching orders. So let me fix that. So those are also included. And um, I'm hoping you're all doing well. And uh, please um, let me know if you didn't get the discount on that. And I'll just refund you the discount on those so to make sure you get it. Um, but hoping all is well and you're happily crafting away, playing with your papers and life is grand. And we wish you all the best. Happy crafting. Remember the life, that life can be simple and so can fun. And... Um, create with reckless abandon, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.